Welcome to the Porn Stars or People podcast. I'm here with uh, Catherine Taylor. Hello. Thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate you. You're welcome. Uh, What what no one uh, has seen so far was that uh, one second before we started, you asked to switch sides so that we could do some YouTube content and so that you could have your good side on camera. Yes. Which is really important to women. Um, You guys have a side. You always have a side. Oh, yeah. All my selfies are this side. Yeah. Tattoos this side to make sure I remember which side. I haven't. Uh, see, I haven't figured out. You Wait, you put the tattoos on so that you could remember which side's your good side? Yeah. That's pretty hilarious. Pretty much, yes. That's why it <laughs> got there in the beginning. I um, I don't. I think dudes, we don't we don't uh, take the time to figure out what our side is. So we just take shitty selfies. <laughs> so that's all I have. I have every picture of me promoting this podcast is. Same dumb, goofy smile, and and whoever I'm interviewing, guy or they look incredible, and it's just me, just doofed up, just like ah. So uh, I'm glad we get your first side. picture I seen of you was the one like this, was with my eyes rolled back. Yeah. Oh, you saw that? Yeah, I, <laughs> That's getting, what I, I can't remember. What was that? I was getting on the plane. I well, and I so I I rolled my eyes back and I made a little Snapchat video, and then I and then I turned into to what do they call it a boomerang, uh, and then I realized it is so applicable to so many things. You can just be like, oh, "Mom's talking." I, you know, it's all that. So uh, <laughs> it's totally useful. It's going to be my new meme, just for everything. So we're here in uh, where are we? We're in Edison, New Jersey. Yes. You're about to do Exotica. Yes. Uh, you've been there. You said like seven, eight years. Uh, since 2011 was my first time. Okay. I've been every year. So that's six years. Great. So this is my first my first go around. I'm going to go uh, figure out what, what this whole thing is about. What uh, What's the takeaway? If somebody wants to come to one of these conventions outside of the industry, what, what do they expect? I fucking know what people expect. <laughs> I really do. But they don't get what they expect. But when they come, they get to see their stars and meet them. Yeah. That makes a lot of people feel absolutely wonderful that yeah. they got to touch and meet their star. Yeah. And, and the girls are pretty good and interact, and they just have a crazy fun time. It's an interesting thing, uh, bec- and, 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 I've, and I've tried to hold this, this thought that, that your industry and my industry are similar in a lot of ways. But when I get off stage, there's, there's, like, there's this little expectation for you to talk to the crowd, and, and it took me a long time to figure out that, like, when you do that, when somebody has to buy you a drink, and I'll be like, oh, I don't drink. But I realize they're not buying the drink for them. They're buying it, or excuse me, uh, they're not buying it for me. They're buying it for them. They're buying it so that they can hang out, yeah. have that conversation, and like feel like a part of whatever they just saw. They, they connected with you somehow on stage. So I'm wondering how that plays itself out for what you do. Like, because it's a whole different thing. Because the, the, there's no interaction with the with the fan base. So there's this voyeuristic thing, and they show up. Uh, do they feel like they know you? Is there like this thing? For me, I'm a cam girl, so it's a yeah. little different. Yeah. I interact sure. with my fans. So when they come, it's like super cool that they got to to meet who they've been friends with. Yeah, literally friends with right. for eight years. You know, so. They feel pretty good about that. So that's cool. So, yeah, that's a whole other level. That's what we've been talking about, like this this next level of of entertainment where, where the, yeah, there is this, like, almost one-on-one interaction with people. Um, and it's it's sort of, I don't know, it it's almost making it so that porn is better than sex. Like, that's kind of where we're at. Like, there's certain I levels. I want to plead the fifth on that, but okay. I have All to right. agree with you. <laughs> uh, it's just that, you know, it... The, the the level that they're coming out with of of specificness and being able to cater to somebody's needs. I can't remember who was it. We were having this conversation. I, I was out in uh, St. Petersburg in Tampa, and that's that's the fetish capital of the world. And so the big conversation there was that, was that people have specific wants and needs. Maybe they don't ask for them in person, mm-hmm. but they can do it through this portal, and somehow – that allows them to to quench the desires that they otherwise wouldn't get in real life. So there's something, yes, yes, something you guys are tapping into. Um, So what else? Okay. So what else you do besides being in, in, uh, in Edison, you're basically within the, the, the tri-state area in New York city. Are you going to actually use this time to go do anything fun in New York? Do you have that kind of, do you have that? You're shaking your head. (laughs) I'm shaking my head because we actually drove from Seattle. You drove no shit. We drove. It took us, almost four days to get here and so i think when we go back we're just not going to stop anywhere yeah one place in particular we're just gonna 
see everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you just drove. Did you just drive? So four days. Now I drove last year around this time. I drove to Portland, and I think we, I think we stopped once in Champaign. But basically, we were doing eighteen-hour days, just just yeah. crushing mileage. So four days. So four days took you to come, which is which is pretty. Uh, you know, that's a hustle. So where'd you stop in in the we four times? We stopped uh, in Billings, Montana. Okay. Some, I think we stopped somewhere in South Dakota. Yeah. And then Mercer, Wisconsin. No shit. So you literally, you went to like all these sort of like. Uh, 11 states. Yeah, but those are, but though Montana, <laughs> South Dakota, Wisconsin are very, uh, not barren, but there's, you know, they're, they're more, there's more nature than there is people in those places. So those are, that's a beautiful chunk of drive. Yeah. Uh, cause that, cause you can go from Seattle, you can go the route where I think you come down, you go through like Utah and then I guess it's the same thing, but you could go through the Colorado and that kind of thing. So all of that stuff is pretty, but dude, I had so many snowstorms, <laughs> crazy shit. Cause I did it in December. We worried um, about that, but yeah. we only got rain for about 10 hours of the whole trip. So yeah. it was pretty amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. So that's cool. So wh- why would you drive as opposed to fly on this particular situation? Because I just moved to Seattle, yeah, and I was I loved to drive, and when I lived in Canada, I drove everywhere. So I was like, I want to drive to Jersey this year. Oh fuck it, yeah. Oh, that's, oh so this is the first time you've 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 driven cross yeah. country. Oh, yeah. that's great, that's great. Yeah, I love it. I don't know why I don't the flying for me. It's like if you're going anywhere within ten hours, you may as well drive. Yeah, because it's good messing with the flight. You're going to get there three hours early. You're going through security. You come down. You get somebody to pick up at the airport. You're messing with five, six hours anyway. Yeah, you're not gaining any time by flying uh, in most occasions. Now, cross country flying helps a little bit, but I'm um, a horrible flyer. Too. Yeah, I'm the one who's shaking white knuckled with the barf bag. Oh, <laughs> no shit. Have you puked on a flight? I did one time, but I think it was more because I was hungover and I was leaving in exotica. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. And a doctor happened to be sitting next to me and yeah, she handed me the bag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. you, OK, I was going to I was going to say, do you think she was a doctor? Or do you think she was just some creepy dude that was like, I'm a doctor? No, that's no. funny. Um, wow. Yeah, I've never I've never I've have I, and I hate announce making an announcement because then then the next thing that happens in your life is is life catches up with you. But I've never puked in public. Really? I've only ever puked in. No. OK, I puked once on the sidewalk in New York City and I learned a valuable lesson, <laughs> which is if you're going to puke on the street, uh, you should. Either you stand on the curb or you puke on. You got to puke onto a different surface. Yes, because it just explodes <laughs> under your shoes. Yes, you might as well have puked all over yourself. You did. I mean, and you did. So, so I, uh, I, I. It was, it was the second. T- uh, it was like I, in twelve years, I've probably eaten McDonald's two or twice. Uh, one of the times got wildly sick. It was right before a show, too. I was just dead-ass broke. It was like 12 years ago, and it was like, I was like, I got to get a Big Mac. And when you when you put that into your body and you haven't had it in there for 10 years, oh, God, it's yeah. a, it's an issue. <laughs> and then the other time, I got I, I got the healthy option at McDonald's, and I and I excused myself from work, and I'm on my way home. I'm, I'm like a block from my house. I'm going to make it home to puke in my trash can, uh, or into my toilet, rather. And then I get right on the corner, and I it's not happening. And I just, bah, <laughs> shoes. Everything in New York. Yeah. And on, on, on a corner in Brooklyn, <laughs> in New York. Yeah, it was uh, it was rough. It was luckily it was like it was like it was like 1 p.m. or 2 p.m. So there was like uh, no witnesses. But That's it didn't. A good thing. Yeah, it didn't make me feel any better. <laughs> Puke on an airplane, though. I don't know if I can handle that. Oh, it was hard. I don't know what Try um, silently puking because you didn't want to disturb anybody. (laughs) You were like respectfully puking. (gasps) (laughs) Well, I see. I've never really. uh, Yeah, I've never I'm never invited into the bathroom when 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 my girl is puking. And, you know, at at any point in my life, I've come to think of it like uh, whenever I've always had girlfriends that wanted to get me drunk and, and basically got me to puke and then like stood there and like watched me. And I have this weird thing when I get drunk and puke, I don't puke in the toilet. I puke in the bathtub for some reason or the sink i don't know why um it's very gross um but so is i'm wondering do girls puke like they sneeze they just they they unconditionally try to make it like polite and quiet i i i I yell hello come here he doesn't hear <laughs> yeah, yeah. So okay, so when you're home and with your with your husband, you you're you're a drama queen about it. Fuck but if yeah. you're in public, 
<laughs> you're you're going to be a, a lady about it. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's uh I've heard I've heard various stories of people puke in the bag and then just like fold it back up and then just casually put it away as if they were like a professional puker on planes. Oh god, no. Um, I shove it under my shirt and go in the bathroom. You put the <laughs> the bag. You put the bag under your shirt so nobody would see yeah, it. Yeah, I don't want people to see. It. And then you brought it in the bathroom and then what'd you do? Then you just throw it in the garbage. Okay, I was going to say, do you, do you go through the whole part? You dump it, you rinse it out, you bring it back. Oh, fuck no, I'm sick. I'm not thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're, that's not what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to rinse it, put it back so that the next person has your wet-ass bag. No, that's not the, the goal. They don't, check the pl- they don't check the planes well enough that I think they would find. I think if you left a barf bag, I think... You'd leave it for the next one. No, I'm not saying I would, but I'm saying I think it's probably happened where somebody put it in the thing and they don't get to it and the next guy has the benefit. It's a fetish. Is it? To see somebody else's puke is a fetish. This is what we were talking about the other day, that everything basically is a fetish. Yes. There's something about, and I think it's, and I think it's something, you're from Canada, so maybe you could speak to this a little bit. I think it has something to do with, with how we approach everything in this country. I was talking with somebody about how we approach death wrong. I think we approach sex wrong. Mm-hmm. Everything is bottled up. And so then because of that, like the, the effects are, are, yeah, are this just uh, opening of, of doors that I think otherwise would, would stay shut. Yes. Is yes. it now it, in Canada? Yeah. Is I've never, I, I didn't grow up there. I don't know what, what actually what, censorship was like on television so in canada is it the same the same general attitude about everything everybody everything kind of stays behind closed doors Mm, to an extent yeah yeah Yeah. i think they're a little bit more laid back but not as open yeah as they are here okay interesting but behind closed doors so do you find do you find there's a a bigger fetish market in canada versus the u.s or or same 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 okay yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, because um, because you're on the internet, and that's that's kind of where the the bread and butter comes from. It, do you find that there is a pocket? Is there a pocket of the world that like is your fan base that you just wouldn't have figured would have been your like? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Where's, where is that? I mostly get men from India. Interesting. Okay. And I get uh, lots from France. Okay. Which is funny because my husband's from France. Yeah. And I didn't meet him in France. Okay. So now I got all these French yeah. dudes coming and England. Interesting. Okay. And they're the kinkiest in yeah? England. Yeah. I could see, and I could totally <laughs> see. I could, and that's funny because those are uh, those are three really powerful, really sexy accents. Yeah. So, and accents don't play out. You can't add the accent in when you're typing, <laughs> so you don't get to be as sexy if you're a French. I guess. I guess if you're a French guy, sometimes you speak in a different uh, a way, the way you put your words together, so you can almost maybe see the accent and the way they're typing. But I could totally see India being into you. Yeah. Oh, just because just because of and it's it's against it's that thing. It, it, we all want what we can't have mm-hmm. and we all crave what what's not around us. Right. It's like every every person that I know that has curly hair wants straight hair. Every person with straight hair wants curly. I'm guilty. Hair. <laughs> <laughs> I need it straight. I have curly hair, but I will spend three hours curling my hair. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Why? It's a girl thing. It, it's a every, I think it's an everybody thing. Um <laughs> We all just, yeah, we want, I, I talk about this on stage a little bit when I, when I try to, uh, crowds will, will tighten up when I talk about sex sometimes. And, and so some, so I got, I got a couple of mechanisms to get them out of it, but I got this one intro to one of my jokes is about how every guy wants, wants to fuck, uh, an amputee and a midget. I don't know why. I've seen this. We just all want to <laughs> fuck. We want to fuck all of the categories. We want to have all of the things, um, I got uh, anal down. I got big boobs down. <laughs> now I got to get to blow <laughs> It's like a checklist. Yeah, there's a, yeah, it is a weird, it, it, it's a weird thing. And it really does, especially, especially when you're, when you're first coming into your own. I found that when I was in my twenties in New York and I didn't really, you know, I, I had had very few partners and I actually, I had, I had the perfect number of partners. I had the number of partners where if somebody Five. would ask you, yeah, so, <laughs> and it was like, it was like, in, it was, in that, it was like in that vicinity. It was like where somebody would ask you, because this is a big thing for girls is they'll ask you like girls, the civilian girls will like ask you how many girls you've been with. Uh, and, and in my twenties I'd fall for it every time, you know? <laughs> and I had, and I had the numbers that were perfect that you say and they're like oh and they like would feel comfortable with that now i'm you know now i'm like an old man and i just like it's like you know you don't talk about it you know you didn't talk about what happened in the 80s so uh 
but the, yeah, but there's some, but there becomes this point where you're, where as a dude, you're just like, and you haven't found the person, and so you just start going off. All right, I don't know what's the checklist. I've never been with this kind of girl, you know. Yeah. It's this weird thing, and I think it plays out. I think it plays out in porn too, uh, aggressively. Very Cause, much cause so. Because we just get to. I mean, we get to pick. It's like Chipotle. We get to pick our toppings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The menu. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's an interesting little world that we've created because that's it's funny because that yeah that's that's actually that's how every restaurant is now too. You literally it's just like you pick the main thing and then you go down the list and you just keep okay, adding yeah. shit on. It's crazy. The um, so what else? Okay, so you guys you're gonna drive back. Um, you're trying to figure out whether or not you're you're gonna you're gonna plan it and do some sightseeing or. Perhaps. Yeah. I want to see the mountain with the faces. I was just going to say that. Yeah, that's because that's the route you went. <laughs> Sorry, it's, everybody. Uh, I don't know. Rushmore. <laughs> it's called Mount Rushmore. Um, no, some no. And, and when this is the this is the problem with the internet now is that every time you 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 know what the thing is, you know what Mount Rushmore is, but every time you need the word now, you can't spit it. You out. can't access it. You just Google the mountain with the four. Right, faces. and then you just go, that's my favorite. That's my favorite new thing is to Google um, when I can't figure out what it is, but I have enough information mm-hmm. to know where he is in my brain. I'll I'll put all that stuff into Google and see if they can figure it out. So I had yesterday. I I. I couldn't think of the name of a of a DC rapper who kind of it, it like does a funk thing who was on this one cipher with this other rapper and I just put all of it into Google and I just let them figure it out and they figured out it was Anderson Pock but you just put the mountain of the faces and I swear to God Mount Rushmore will come up yes. for sure for sure for sure I think you should see it I think you were right there it's I in South Dakota hour, right it was an hour south of where we were at the time yeah and that day I think was Fourteen hours. Yeah, so you're like, I can't add shit. Yeah, but if on the way back I can see it, I absolutely love it. I think you should. I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. That's that's the one area of the country that I haven't somehow hit. I've I've hit up the Midwest heavily. I've hit up uh, the Pacific Northwest heavily. Um, Right in, but in the that middle northish chunk, pretty much from Michigan through like Idaho. Yeah, I've been through, but haven't done haven't done uh, the due diligence on either d- doing comedy to find out what kind of humans are there, <laughs> or seeing the sights. That's a, it's a weird in my head, and I think this is a northeastern thing. I think we just think that that's just all that's just all nothing. Yeah, that's just Even all on woods. the west coast. They think, oh, you're from nowhere. Yeah, there's nothing there. There's yeah. nothing there. <laughs> yeah, but so Seattle, Seattle's an interesting vibe. Um, Seattle is. I don't know. What do they say? It's like the original Portland. Would you say We're like hipster? It's yeah, very it's, hipster. it's got yeah. it's got the like don't litter. I own a bicycle yeah. thing. Healthy living. Yeah. Feed right. a Big Mac. You're going to get frowned on. Right. Right. <laughs> and everybody, you know, it's like that vibe. I think it's a bunch of people that think that they know. And then I think the more that you that you like delve into those conversations, you realize they don't know they don't know any more than anybody else. Exactly. The more the older I get, the more I realize everybody's full of shit. <laughs> Every me, you, uh, everybody, you know, all the people that I met on the way on the on the way up here, um, everybody's full of shit, yeah, and we're all talking, just trying you're to. Like, you're full of shit. We're all just trying to figure it's it out. Look, you don't even have to say the words yeah. anymore. It's a well, you're full of shit. Look. And we all have to, <laughs> but we all have to pretend like we know. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. You don't know. <laughs> um, you can always say I read somewhere on the internet. That was my favorite. That was my favorite. That was that was that was one of my uh, uh, my first jokes because I was dating this girl in when I first got to New York. I was dating this girl who read like Us Weekly and shit like that. She read garbage, <laughs> and we were having a conversation, and it was something like, and it used to mean something. When you used to say I read that, I think I read that somewhere. It used to mean something. And now it's like it could have been Wikipedia, which was written by whoever and yeah. verified by nobody. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the the uh, I think I read that somewhere. It has no value in today's Not society. Anymore. It sucks, man. <laughs> it sucks. Well, now that I'm depressed. Um, so four days here. A couple days back. It's weird. It's funny that you don't have a plan uh, that you don't have it all mapped out to go back. No, my husband's the planner, so okay. he probably so let him do does it. have okay, it planned, okay. but he doesn't want to tell me the plan because I will alter his ultimate okay, plan. Okay, <laughs> sure, sure. So, so, he'll, he, so he figured it out. He knows that he can wait uh, as late as possible yep. to tell you so that he can keep the plans rocking. Once we jump in the truck, I'll look at him and I'll be like, 
so where are we going? Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 no. We're doing Don't something Don't worry, I got different. it all figured out. I am going to Google right now <laughs> okay. and have all the information <laughs> that you took a week to plan. I'm going to fucking change everything right now. <laughs> yeah, I let a buddy of mine uh, plan a, 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 a portion of this last tour that we did in, in – um, in August, and I was like, "Look, uh, I got a show this day, this this Saturday, this Sunday, this Monday for us, and then we got that next week all shows. Uh, just get me something between here and Missouri, uh, Thursday and Friday." He goes, "No problem, Dan." <laughs> he gets us a show on Friday that's like four hours away and sixteen hours from Missouri, and I was like, "Hey, man, that's not gonna cut it." Like. We may as well not. We may as well. We may as well. Just, it's just four hours away. We may as well just do that any other day, any other time. He goes, okay, 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 I got you, no problem. So then he moves the, the four, the show four hours away to Thursday, and then gets another show Friday, and then and then I find out. I'm like, cool, oh, cool, that sounds awesome. I find out that the next, the, uh, that while we're on the trip, that the next show is only like two hours away, and we're still 15 hours from the Saturday show. So letting another person plan the thing, you got to know. That they know what the fuck they're doing uh, <laughs> before you let them get involved. Well, I, I, I trust I trusted and had the faith in people. That was the, that was the problem again. And then you find out everybody's full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's cool. So what do you what did you guys drive? You said a truck. Yeah, we have a Silverado. OK, here, so very cool. Yeah. Luxury. Nice. Luxury ride. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, what did I do? I, I went up to hike a mountain here with a friend of mine and we rented one of these uh, Dodge Hemis. Uh, I'm not a truck guy. I've never been a truck guy, uh, but it was the crew cab, so it was like, I mean, the goddamn thing was bigger than my car, and it had like, I think it had like six true outlets. It oh, had like yeah. it had like three on my side, two in the back, like one in the side. Plus, it had like and it had like five. Uh, um, what are they called? Twelve volt the the, yeah. the lighter plugs. Yeah, I was like, this is insane. Uh, and they're hidden everywhere. Right. They're, the sales guys, oh, if you open up that and then open up the thing in there, you're the going to find two more little plugins. There's a three <laughs> dashboard. There's three glove compartments inside the dashboard. And then there's a whole other thing inside. And then you got your own little lift up thing. There's a Joe box in the back. You're like, what is happening? I, thought, I just thought a pickup truck was just a thing you throw shit in the back and you tow shit with. Oh, yeah. No, they figured it out. <laughs> yeah, they did. They figured it out. God, you could buy them with like two or three TVs in them now. Yeah, yeah. Like you go and it's like, oh, I want a screen in the back, that seat. Screen no in the back, that seat. And they figured it out. They figured out that uh, that pretty much everybody wants to buy a truck and vote for Trump. So uh, <laughs> you may as well put all the stuff in the things. So you, okay. So as you're not a citizen of the United States, right. I am in the process of becoming one. Yes, but uh, because you're not, you were not involved in this last election. What was your take as an outsider? So you you, oh, okay, you have you have this. you have the beauty you have the beauty <laughs> of not having to take a side because you are an outsider. What was your take on this whole thing as an outsider viewing all of us morons argue about this whole thing? That was interesting for me because where I'm from, well, actually in Canada, you don't hear about this shit a lot, right? So everybody is like fired up about all this. So actually, Trump became president when I had come down for a visit. Yeah. I never went back. I put my papers in. I'm like, I'm not going back because he's not going to let me back. In this oh, okay. And then as time goes on, I I don't even have a favorite. I can't really say anything. I like yeah. things from all angles. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. look at everything from all angles. And it's like, yeah, I can see how you think this, but look at it this way, too. And yeah. So I say that about well, a lot of stuff. And I think that's the problem that we're having now. And, I, and I, uh, I've said this in a lot of different ways on the podcast and in my comedy is we are in a position now where everybody's just arguing. Yeah. And that's, that's our, our, our consistent state of affairs is just whether you're for this guy or against this guy or for this person or against this person, we're all just butting our heads together for no, for no reason. I mean, and a lot of the, a lot of fighting to fight. Yeah, it's and not fighting to achieve anything. Right, it's just fighting to fight. Right, and it's yeah. like, and and I didn't, and I didn't realize this until I was in the car with a buddy of mine, and we were having this discussion. And I, I had met, I had met this girl at the time who we could have these critical discussions that we didn't solve the problem. We would both end the discussion being like, "Well, I don't know," you know, and and it, and it was, and it was about everything. It was about whether or not, you know. Uh, 
us maybe not together but you know individually should have kids uh about uh what relationships should look like about all of this you know anything anything that we uh, i think at the time i i had some some stuff i wanted to talk about uh, about how we view uh obesity about how we view death we have all these discussions and they would end peacefully and then I'm in a car with a buddy of mine, and we were talking about language and how language was created and all of this stuff. And then it came to this like critical moment where he got really upset because I wasn't changing my opinion. And that was that's what he thinks arguing is, is trying yeah. to convince the other person to be on his side at the end. And so when you can't achieve that, a lot of people just want to fight the person. Yeah. Like physically fight them yes. which is a, i don't understand how we've gotten to that level where that's so new too like just in like 10 years you see it everywhere yeah. i don't know where i'm from like i didn't really see too much on the states but it just seems like over I, the years it just gets worse i just want to hit people in the face i don't get it i don't get where that comes from i don't get how that's a discussion i don't get how people go on to uh I, I, so i go on the dating sites a lot either to you know, well, because I'm single a lot, and also it's just fun. Sometimes I'll troll people <laughs> on there because I don't care anymore. Like I used to care, and I used to like try to put my best foot forward. But now, if somebody says something dumb, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna take them down. I'm gonna call yeah. them out on it, uh, which is not probably good dating uh, site etiquette. But people will write on the dating site things like, uh, "Well, if you voted for this person, yeah, then, if you then voted for Trump, just swipe left. swipe left." <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I would love to be with someone who had the complete opposite views of myself. It Thank makes you. Interesting conversation. Right? Interesting conversation. Maybe you get better as a person, right? I I was learn in a few things. Yeah, you learn a lot. Like uh, you learn a lot through relationships and having and having somebody who has different different stuff than you. Like you know, if you if you date somebody who is like passionate about their work, yeah. and they're doing something different than you. Man, the amount of knowledge you gain about their life yeah. and about the world, There's, it's crazy. I would be interested in so many things. I do so many things. Yeah. But I would never if I didn't know people who did that stuff. You're right. It's like you got to try it to know if you like it. Right. And you and that's the other thing is is something about our closed-mindedness as people. Uh, it's a human thing to be self-interested, right? And so sometimes something doesn't affect you into, until it's on your doorstep. Like, you know, this is a this is a weird example, but during Katrina, I was actually seeing this girl who was from New Orleans. So her like she like her family, all of her friends from high school, some of these people were like underwater, and so it wasn't just random faces on the news. It was like, no, 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 it was Brianna's family, you know? And so it changed that whole crisis for me because I was I mean, I was then emotionally invested in it, yeah. which I think it's dumb. But I think a lot of us need to, you know, need to get hit on the head with with the reality of things by being involved in other things. Um, That's where I find like in Canada, people are very open minded. Yeah. Like, way more open minded than here. I have to say that. Not no, because please. I'm Canadian, but it's like they're more apt to sit there and listen to you yeah. because they're too busy. Sorry, yeah, they are. <laughs> Chugging their beer. Who? The they don't Americans? Talk every, no, the Canadians. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, just talk. <laughs> chug, chug, chug. But yeah, I, I find they are very much more open minded. Yeah. And depending on if you're in a city or a town, like there's so many factors. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, so that's that's kind of where we're at as a as a culture. I, I haven't been I was in London back in college and it was during um Bush. Uh, uh, w um, and it was interesting to see how foreigners because you, you when you know, I was traveling a bunch in, in Europe so it's interesting to see how foreigners approached what we had and, and, and what we had elected and, and they it's 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 interesting because they're getting news from different places and so their foresight is somehow a lot of times better than ours in that situation which is I think why we're giving all of I mean, we've given all of our, our all of our uh, satirical news sources over to other people from other countries. We got South Africa with Trevor Noah. We got John Oliver. So we're letting all of all of the people from other countries basically tell us how shitty our thing is. <laughs> it like give it like removes us a little bit. And for some reason, it's like it's it it feels better to have them say it than have somebody here say it because then we can call. We don't want to have to call all, our guy a traitor. Exactly. Um. 
It's an interesting perspective that we're 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 amongst. Anyway, off of that, it bums me out every time I get <laughs> I, I get on that topic. Um, so, what are you what do you look most forward to with with something like exotic? You say you you meet your people. They you, you said they touch you. <laughs> For me, they they hug me, but I'm like yeah, super just, shy. Yeah. So when somebody comes up, oh Catherine, and they go to give me a hug, yeah. I freeze up and I look scared. Like yeah. they send the picture, and I'm like, God, I look scared. And yeah. they're like, Yeah, that's what my wife said. <laughs> Well, that's good. It's a, it's a healthy fear. Yeah, it's awesome. I don't mind. Everybody you, knows I'm super shy. But yeah. For this one, I um I want to interact more because usually I hang in the back because I'm yeah. shy. Yeah. And um I'm here. I'm mostly looking forward to the award show though. Yeah. Nice. The, that's the Inked Awards, the Inked which Awards. I which I'm gonna I'm gonna check out. I, I was uh, fortunate enough to be invited to that. So. Uh, yeah, I don't. Are you nominated? Are you? I am. I'm nominated. I can't remember for what. I'm sorry. Okay, good. Oh, I I, th- I was gonna feel like a dick for not knowing, but you don't know, so then I, I feel better. I don't remember. I I think there was like <laughs> four or six. I don't know. And then I'm also the tro- a trophy girl. Oh, nice. Very cool. So, okay. Yeah. So you get to present. I get to talk to a million people. I'm gonna freeze. I know it. I'm gonna puke on stage. <laughs> so wait, is this a is this like a teleprompter situation? Do you know? No. Like, are they, you know what? You I just asked wing it? for the papers. I'm like, where's the papers? Yeah. From, like, because last year we had papers. I was a trophy go- girl ever yeah. since they went live with the awards for three years now. So we had papers. It was so freaking easy. I was like, yes. So I'm like, can I see the papers? Yeah. Nope. We're just winging it this year. I'm like, are you fucking kidding oh, me? Oh, you don't know the script. Yes. Yeah. I want the fucking script. Yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> some no. guidelines. Because the thing is. Look, you're in the industry. You're you're supposed to be there. You've been to these things before, but but it's always nice to know theoretically what you should be saying. Exactly, or some kind of like something. Right, you know? right. I'm like, wake up in the morning. I'm like, husband, what do I do today? That's how I am. Yeah. So he's gonna throw me in front of 200 people, yeah. 300 people, and yeah, baby, just wing it. Yeah, because like, you don't know. Because yeah, you don't know what uh, the person who's running the show has an idea of what kind of should be said now. But you, as the person who's in it, you may you maybe don't. Like even as a host, as a comedian, you're like, no, no, no you got like sometimes you'll ask the other, you ask the other comics, you go, what do you want me to say about you? And they'll be like, oh, just say whatever you want. And you're like, no, just give me the things that you think are the accomplishments in your career so that I don't have to think about this yes. on the level like, and, and make your intro weird. There's been so many, there's, there's so many situations in, in comedy shows where the guy, like, the, the person introducing you will say just, like, some personal shit about your life and it just, like, ends up being awkward. Just, like, on, a, on, a, on an award show. Look. Yeah, well, no. You, well, <laughs> when you well, sometimes you can get brought on stage with with a lack of credibility that actually hurts you and, and makes you have to to, to work harder because you're you're in a hole when you get there. So it, in the same in the same way, in an award show, the audience has some anticipation of what's supposed to happen, but then you're in front of all these people and you freeze up, and it could go. I mean, it could go so off I would just start track. laughing. Probably that's what I would do. You I'd probably stand laughing. there and be like, I got nothing and just start <laughs> laughing. But it's good because I know like a lot of the people that are going to be there, but it's so different one-on-one yeah. than in front of yes. like the whole freaking right. all of you. It's like, yeah. Don't look at me, all of you. <laughs> like, yeah, I say this all the time, but uh, well, I have the opposite problem. So because I go on stage in front of lots of people, I am more comfortable in front of lots of people than I am one on one. One on one, I'm awkward, uh, but but in front of a crowd, I'm good. You know, people come up to me and they're like, try to talk to me afterwards. Sometimes I get weird, and they're like, I don't understand. Like you're, you're like, no, like one on one. Like when I have to look at and like get a specific reaction, and you know, it, that's that's terrifying. It's yeah. always been terrifying. Somehow I've blocked. I think out. I'm gonna do okay this year. Yeah. I think they say wing it. It's like you have no idea what you just did because you have Romy up there. Yeah. <laughs> you have all these girls who just are way out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful girls, and it's like, oh my god, <laughs> what are they gonna do f- to you, Jason? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's an interesting. Uh, it's an interesting group. It really is, and I don't. Uh, I I'm I'm still I'm still a uh, aggressively an outsider. To to what's going on, you know, I've had the 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 luxury and the um, credibility to interview, you know, thirty five ish people in this business, but I still uh, every day realize how little I know about who everybody is, who's important, you know, who I should be trying to reach out to. So this is going to be an interesting weekend to kind of see. 
Because I'm only, and it's the same thing. I'm one on one, so I never see the esteem. There's something different about when when somebody walks into a room and you see the esteem that the other people in the industry mm-hmm. give them. Uh, so I'm, I'm really interested to see what that looks like. I think it's interesting how different all our personalities sure, are. Sure, like, sure. When I meet girls, like the porn, girl, I don't do porn. I did it for a little yeah. bit. I do camming. Yeah. But when I meet these girls, like they're so different. It's just. It's just awesome because yeah. norm- normally when you go somewhere, everybody's kind of the same and you yeah. get kind of bored. But right. there's nothing boring about these girls. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. And if you get bored of one, well, there's another personality there's another right there. Right yeah. there yeah. You know? yeah, that's how we try to tell comedy audiences. Like, look, if you don't like that particular comedian, look, there's another one coming. Yep. There's another one coming. He's going to do something different right behind him. So that's cool. All right, and well, I'm also amazed still after nine years of doing this, mm-hmm. what these girls do when they're not doing porn yeah. or camming. Like, the talents are endless with okay. these women. Like well, give me an are, example. Well, for myself. Sure. I'll use me because I know me. Yeah. Um, I make uh, I make bath products. Okay. But my thing on cam usually is taking a bath. So yeah. it all makes sense. So I started making bath products. What do you make? I make bath bombs, bubble oh, baths, lotions, um, anti-aging oils. I love seeing these bath bombs on the uh, on on the Snapchat. People, they'll, they'll start the bath and they'll throw the thing and it explodes. And then it just slowly... I like the ones that you throw in yeah. and they bubble up. Yeah, so what... I don't understand what is in there. S-L-S-A. That is what makes you S-L-S-A? get this. S-L-S-A? What or, is that? No, citric acid and S-L-S-A. They, okay, interesting. And baking soda and cornstarch. That's okay, that's really? That's in a bath Yeah. So the cornstarch is to harden it, probably. Cornstarch is just is just to make the ball be a ball. That's what I'm guessing because cornstarch does that. But you want, but cornstarch is good for your skin. Very good okay. for your skin. And baking soda is good for everything. Everything, and then your oils, essential yep. oils, and some fragrance if you want. Some people can't use fragrance, but and color. Interesting color, Coloring. color for fun. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Okay. And then I also got do makeup. Okay. I do hair. Nice. Do nails. Nice. I'm super crafty. I make Christmas decorations. Oh, very cool. It's coming <laughs> to be your I, season. Yes. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. What, what, what were you going to say? <laughs> and um, I, I forget what I was saying. It's just anything. You're talking about oh, how crafty. everything I do, yeah. I get to do it at work. So yeah. I'm camming and I'm interacting oh, with that's people. Oh, that's funny. And they get to see everything I'm doing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, that's and that that is that is an interesting. So I was I I uh, I dated a cam girl for a little bit and I found it very (laughs) well. She was an aerialist and like that was kind of like so because I and I didn't know anything about really what the industry was. You know, it's like what I find is that we all have this like impression in our minds about who these people would be, and it's it's very different in reality. And so she was an aerialist and so very artsy kind of thing that she was always trying to do. And I found that the the thing that 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 she was doing that was most successful, she would just sit down fully clothed and just chat with people. That is I'm telling you that I have more success with sitting there having the gift to gab than sitting there fingering myself right like some dude like yeah a guy will sit there for two hours and listen to me yip 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 yip, yip. right but the minute i've dipped my fingers in there and he runs away it's like he didn't even want me to right do that. right yeah it's an interesting thing and then i and then i have some other friends that are now getting heavily involved in twitch and and they'll just go on and they'll play video games and they put them in the corner and they just talk to the fan base and they get this and they get this crazy fan base it's it's a weird we've become a very strange society of people mm-hmm. um so it's a it, it's much different th- than i th- yeah than i would have thought um and it's like and and it just it, it actually speaks a little bit to humanity that everybody still wants that emotional connection, uh, connection and you know something more uh deep than physical it's just something there's something cool about that i think it it's cool that Guys have a weight. Guys are so shy. Yeah. You know, they. you think that they have all this confidence and stuff, but you can take the most confident man yeah. and you can find that he is just scared. Yeah. Shy. Well, there's something <laughs> about, uh, and I don't want to speak to this as if I'm the, the authority on confident men, but there's there's something in all of us where, you know, we, we put a little bit of, of the bravado out there, but then it's like sometimes we'll meet somebody 
and, you know, and especially when it comes to be, you know, uh, women and, and men interacting and the person will just terrify us. Yes. And it's like and and because we we like desire that person so much, it, it makes us so vulnerable because the Which rejection is, so is possible. Yeah. And it's, it's cute when a guy's vulnerable. It's the you. scariest thing. <laughs> yes. Uh, cause it's like, you know, and, and cause the weird thing is, is like, you know, sometimes in, in life we just, we just take what is given to us. Right. And I think we've done that in relationships, a lot of us. Right. So whoever's into us, you know, that's easy. You just, oh yeah, you, you're into me. Sure. You know, I, of course I'm going to hook up with you. That's, I don't have to do any work, whatever, whatever. But then to, to find a person that you just desire on, on a crazy level and you just want them to be in your life in all of these ways to, to have to do all the things and 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 be perfect i know. think it's, it's that crazy anonymously for them to be able to come and talk to you yeah to be vulnerable with you because they know that you don't you don't know who they are right right i j- it's so amazing like guys are actually pretty cool yeah. i learned that guys are pretty cool yeah <laughs> we're not all bad uh yeah when it is interesting yeah it's interesting that 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 so you know, i mean you're talking uh, screen names and a little bit of anonymity, yep. but so you like in your head you think that anonymity will make somebody a monster, but sometimes it actually is the opposite because there's no expectation to be anything, so you yep. can actually just be. I've had guys sit there for up to two years. Yeah, because I don't kick guys out of my room. There's a reason these guys are in your room, whether yeah. they spend money or not. There's right. a reason they're yeah. there, and um, it'll take them a year or two even to say hi. Wow, you can't see them. And they'll be like, hi. And it's like, wow, I've seen you in my room for two yeah. years and you finally <laughs> said hi. There and they is. feel so special at that moment. Yeah. They're like, wow, it wasn't that hard. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's awesome that they have that outlet now. Yeah. Well, shit. Well, now uh, well, I'm, I'm extra excited now to walk around uh, Exotica and kind of see. I don't know. I'm like a big people watcher. So it'll be interesting to see. The types of personalities walking around and 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 how people approach you girls and and guys. Um, so Quite I'm excited. Honestly, I never have like a big lineup to come and say hi to me because I think that's a difference with camming and porn too. Because they already have the, the guys interaction. will walk by, but these guys want to remain anonymous. They right, don't want to right, come up, so they'll right. come and walk by, and you could have like a hundred guys walk by you. They yeah. see you all the time. Yeah. They won't say a word to you there until you're back on and camp. Like, oh, it's like, oh, saw I saw you at the thing. Right. You were doing this and it's oh, like, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> no, I love that. Uh, I think I, I had a tweet about this idea that, like, guys sometimes will see the will see a girl. Oh, no. I think somebody uh, uh, somebody wrote on um, on Twitter. They were like, it was something about them being in public or whatever. And like, what would you do if you saw me in public doing this, that and the other thing? And I and I wrote back and I was like, I would wait until I got home and then I would and then I would DM you and be like, yo, was that you at the coffee shop? Because there's just something about, uh, yeah, the the lack of rejection to go back and go, I was right there. And you're like, what the fuck? Why didn't you it say hi? Fuck me. I yeah. like all these porn girls getting all these lineups. Yeah. And, you know, I was the only cam girl yeah. at the time. You know, because Cammy's just becoming. Yeah. Popular. Oh, you're like OG camera. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd sit there and I would be like all butthurt. I'm like, yeah, why is nobody coming to say hi to me? But then when you really sit and think about it, yeah. that's where you have to think from both sides. Right. right. And it's like, well, of course, they're not going to. They couldn't say hi to me for two fucking years on a computer. So. Right. <laughs> right. They're not just going to be like, hi. Hey, you look so hey, good. Catherine, it's I beat me. off to you every yeah. day. You right. empty my wallet every yeah, day. Yeah, there's a weird, and this that's the other thing is like, yeah, there's a weird, uh, there's a weirdness to the whole thing because we do because it's the thing we do behind closed doors and it's the thing that we do with ourselves. And that's that's I mean that's the thing that I think is missing from relationships a lot of times is like we don't know what kind of people our partners were with before us and we don't talk mm-hmm. about it because we're not comfortable with it. We don't know what kind of porn our partners look at yeah. and that kind of thing, and so it. It's like a piece of us uh, that that we never share with another person, and but you so, can with the camera, and it's so private. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Like, well, you can at home behind the computer, but then when you, again, then when you get in the room, and it's like ah, it's like I have I don't had know. guys think that I was going to come meet them, sleep yeah. with them, yeah. do sexual acts with them, yeah. let them jerk off on my feet. You name it, I've right. heard it. But in ra- in real life, I'm super shy. Yeah, I'm not going to be like. Oh, it's I'm not like right, that. I'm right. like, hey, <laughs> you know, like, because I'm just as shy too. I'm like, right. 
all these dudes have seen me give a blowjob, man. Yeah, <laughs> but still, but yeah, but there's still that. There's that, and that's that. I don't know that, and that's the big difference between, uh, especially in, in my business where everything that you say and do is to a room of people so you can always hear what the reaction yeah. is and you you're behind closed doors and so you get to you get to live that kind of thing so a lot of times uh when comedians try to do like sketches and things like that and they're on camera with somebody who's supposed to be the straight man so like they say something funny and you just don't react to it then they get uncomfortable because they're not used to having that like that lack of reaction. Yes, I understand. So you guys, you know, so you always have that lack of reaction. So it's just sort of like the, the, the world you hover in. So then, then, so then it's like you get the, so now you get the other side, which is the, the, the like, whoa, I fucking, yeah. great, I remember. Yeah, the so. biggest thing that I think that the problem is at Exotica yeah. is they think they can touch you. Yeah, that's weird. It is weird and it causes trouble. Yeah. And so I suggest just stay back if you yeah, guys Yeah, don't touch fun, anybody. But, yeah, that's don't the touch biggest, anybody. the only pet peeve I that's have. That's going to do exotica. That's just in, that's just in, in life. General. Just don't touch people. <laughs> just don't touch you can't just go touch people. What do you, you know? I, I, whenever I get recognized in, in town, yeah. they're so respectful. They don't come up to me and yeah. leave my, me and my family alone, but nice. they'll come later and be like, Oh, I seen you at Walmart today, but you had your kid with you. So it's like, thank you. For now, I thought, you, I thought you're supposed to like um, uh, block out. Zip codes that you are nearby you. Okay, interesting. No, I don't block anything. Interesting. Yeah. When I went into this business, the first person I told was my kid's dad, who we were not together. He yeah. laughed at me. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, it was easy telling everybody else. Yeah. So I, I just never blocked anybody. Nice. Well, yeah, I always just thought it was like maybe like a little bit of a safety thing. You can. Um, but so yeah. if you're a girl who wants to be on cam and doesn't want like Canada to know you're on cam you yeah. can block out Canada yeah. or your town or yeah it's, it, I think it was more like that yeah that surrounding area but it never made sense to me because because the girl I was seeing was in New York City area and it's like you and she blocked that whole area and it's like you're miss, like the the amount of people now that you're cutting you cut out those people out like that's millions as your audience yeah. is like that's great like I get it you like you live in South Dakota sure you know, you live you live right by Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then fine. You know, Billingsworth, Montana. Was it Billings, Montana? I did stay in Billings. <laughs> you block that shit out. That's fine. I get it. You don't. You know, you don't want the people at the coffee shop watching your stuff, maybe, because you get to live a little. Do you bit know how of creepy it. that is for me? Everywhere I go, I'm looking around. I can't look at anybody like that. They're know. just yeah. whatever. You're like. Yeah. Does that guy come see me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to go back to I my don't... car so he doesn't know what I drive. <laughs> like... Yes, that's what I mean. That's it's scary. Now I don't have any of this level thing. Number one, I'm a dude. Number two, I'm not. I'm not famous in any way. But there is. There's. Uh, I run the Hoboken Comedy Festival. So there's. There's one week where where most of Hoboken comes and sees the festival, and I and I intro the shows and or I do t- spots on the shows. So every every once in a while, there's that thing where I'm leaving. Where, where like the next two weeks in Hoboken, I'm walking by and people are outside. And they're like, no, it's the guy from the thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's the only time I ever even uh, assume that anybody has ever seen me ever in life. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, that's a, it's a, that is a weird feeling. It is a weird feeling, a weird especially feeling. when, you know, they've seen you naked. Like, they've seen right. you, the right. most intimate part right. of you. Right. Well, that's what, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's what I'm doing, you know. I talk about my dick, um, you know. <laughs> so the intimate part of me. Well, this is great. Listen, uh, let's 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 uh, let's plug whatever whatever you have to plug. What do you? Uh, how do they follow you? If you want them to follow you on anything, Google Catherine Taylor, but use an E, not an O. T a y l e r. Yeah. Catherine Taylor. What's your? What's so your, I got CatherineTaylor dot com. What's your, what's your Twitter? My Twitter is Catherine Rocks. Catherine Rocks. Catherine R a w k s. R A W K X. Yes. Yeah. S. S. R A W K S. Sorry. Yeah. Catherine Rocks. Uh, um, Instagram is Catherine.Taylor. Um, my Snapchat. Now that's a, okay. That is my baby. Okay. Oh, you I love Snapchat. Oh, we should have talked about this from the start. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't like it yeah. until like eight months ago. Yeah. My husband was on it and he's doing it. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You're always on your fucking phone. You're always on. You you have to with this. I'm like, I don't want to do it. That's why I got on. And I was like, what do I do? So I did a few. I'm like, whatever. Fuck, I haven't put my phone down since. Yeah, it's so much fun. My whole entire life is broadcast on Snapchat. I I will. And and it's interesting because I'm trying to figure out what the barriers are. Right. So I uh, like I'll watch Jeopardy and I'll do the thing. And with comedy, you try to like at least in some level, like you, you expect that that and hope that you're going to get 
some notoriety at some point. So you got to figure out what the barriers are with your personal life and, and your and your stage life. Right. There needs to be a little bit of something to keep you sane. Um, but I, I think I think I've been crossing the barrier. So people. So now I have people across the country that have, that have come to shows that I may or may not know that know my dog. Yeah, because my dog is always on my thing, and people are like messaging me, and they're, they're talking about Tess, and they know her name, and it's like it's this, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to have out there. But of course, she's the best part of me. It's it's, it's such a great thing to to. I think it's to have nice that if someone likes you, yeah. they can see a little bit into your yeah. world. You know, like you said, you don't know how somebody is just by really looking at them. You right, know? right. So it's nice. W- especially in my job that guys can sit there and watch you ahead of time yeah. and decide, is this the girl I want to go see? Cause really you're a girlfriend to some people. Right. Right. <laughs> so right, yeah. Right. So I give that out and that my Snapchat is different because I keep getting shut down cause I'm a bad girl, but <laughs> Oh, the, the Snapchat's trying to, the, to, to dump have, people. Uh, they block people. They have uh, close two of my accounts now. No so shit. my Catherine Taylor is gone. Well, my so Catherine rocks is gone. So it's now kitties cam models, kitties cam models. So yeah. here's the question. And this actually goes into the privacy of the whole thing. I think we all Snapchat thinking that nobody other than the people that we send it to is watching. Um, if you're getting shut down, then that means there's like a there's a site monitor. There, yeah, somebody who's like watching, me. Yeah, yeah, and like jerking off to oh, like yeah. whatever. He's probably fucking shooting his load the minute he's making that call because yeah. that's his thing. It's right. a fetish. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. You got to report it. He's what? like, oh, I, Catherine Taylor, like, no. Yeah, and I heard. Yeah, I guess you and I guess you can report them. That's what I heard was people yeah. was was sometimes it's like you know, just. If you pay, like somebody got the somebody was complaining to me about how they had the private Snapchat. Somebody paid for it, and then they and then they reported them. You pay for this content. Yeah, somebody's girl. <laughs> you didn't like competition. Yeah, won't do that. To yeah, you. that's crazy. It is so competitive. It's not even funny. But you know, you just keep on trucking. You, yeah, you're just like ah. So more. So sorry. So more, uh, kitty. What is it? Kitty's cam model. Kitty's cam model. So K I T T Y S C A M M O D E L S. Okay. Like that. <laughs> I'm not. I can't. I can't ever keep the spelling. I'm not good at spelling bees. I'm a good speller, but I can't keep the spelling in my head when it's happening. That you was, can that find was impressive. It on um, I they're all together. Like yeah, if yeah. I Post on one thing. Sure. It'll yeah, go yeah. Everywhere. Oh, so that's great. if you follow the other stuff, you will find. You'll find it. Cool. You will never lose me. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so how do they? So KatherineTaylor.com is the best way to find you for your camming. For that's for my XX stuff. My okay. nine years of content yeah. is all on my baby site. And then where you? And then when you're camming, where do you want them to find you? I'm at KatherineTaylor.CamModels.com. Got it. KatherineTaylor.CamModels.com. Thank you so much for being a guest. This has been uh, fun, enlightening, and uh, enjoyable. Uh, this is the Porn Stars of People podcast. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. A couple of the other apps. Wherever you found us, we're also on the other thing. Uh, check us out. We got some YouTube content from today. Uh, very fun. Uh, we're going to try to give you as much fun content and great guests as we can. Uh, I'll do what I can this weekend through Exotica guys and uh, the Inked Wars to try and interview some, some amazing people. Thank you for listening. Uh, everybody be safe out there.